You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, everything you could ever need. Get it at rockauto.com. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jsternacouch.com, and this is the second half of the Sunday doubleheader. If you've already listened to the first half where I go over the Blue Jay selections to their 60-man roster that isn't actually 60 men, uh, thank you. You can check that out in your subscription listing because some of this won't make sense unless you know who's actually on the roster. But I digress. This episode is going to be looking at those two remaining slots that the Blue Jays have and what could be done with them to try and make them a bit more competitive. As someone who has spent the majority of her 2020 trying to make the fake Blue Jays competitive to the point where I am trading 38-year-old relievers just for looking at me the wrong way and giving up three runs against the Angels in the top of the ninth when we were in a winnable contest, I have developed something of a trader's eye. So, I see a couple of open spots on the Blue Jays roster. I'm like, we can definitely find ways to fill those. So... There are two main spots I want to focus on, and if you are a fan of the podcast, you have probably heard me talk about these situations that need to be fulfilled on previous episodes, because these are these are things I have learned in, in my time working with the Blue Jays roster as I see fit. So, the first one is not going to come as much of a surprise, and if you You heard me talking about the trade I made today, sending Cleveland's Oliver Perez and free agent Casey Clemens to Philadelphia for Adam Morgan. You know that I know that the Blue Jays have struggled to find quality left-handed pitching. If you take a look at the player pool that the Blue Jays are going to be working with, There are six lefties, 33 pitchers, six of them are left-handed. Hyunjin Ryu is a starter. He's not going in the bullpen. Ryan Baraki is going to be fighting for a starting role. So that takes two arms out right there. The only lefty arms that are available in the bullpen are Thomas Fanone, Brian Moran, Travis Bergen, And Anthony Kay, if he actually makes it with the team, but I don't think he would be thrust into that reliever role unless absolutely necessary. I think it'd be more likely Barucky would do it. So, in reality, that's three relievers that are left-handed. And I know if you talk to to Sabermetrics guys, they'll be like, well, if if you look at the numbers, the the lefty-righty matchup is more a thing of the past, and, and we don't really need... Um... Maybe this is just the person who's watched Mike Trout light up every single right-handed pitcher she throws out there, but 
that don't fly. I'm sorry. Get you some help. Get you someone who can get you an out. As as I mentioned in the first half, and this is where you're going to want to go back and listen to that first episode, folks. Um, I, I have made Brian Moran a superstar in my bullpen just because he is the only lefty arm back there. I tried Oliver Perez. He did not work out. That's why he's in Philadelphia now. And that's why Adam Morgan eagerly awaits his chance to be that lefty arm that I want. But, obviously the Blue Jays can't be as freewheeling as I can right now. So that begs the question, what can they do to fill that spot on their 58-man roster? Now, if they wanted to do it internally, the best bet would probably be Kirby Sneed. But, if Kirby Sneed was really in consideration, he would have grabbed one of those non-invite spots. Um, They gave it to Travis Bergen instead. And, and to Brian Moran. So, that tells you where Snead is on the, on the t- hierarchy of the Blue Jays' bullpen situation. So, it doesn't seem like he's he's a strong candidate. But, with the transaction window opening up, and teams being able to sign players, which some players have been waiting a long time for. I mean, Tiasio Puig's been chomping at the bit. Heard he's going to the Giants, so that that'll be interesting. At least, at least Puig gets to play. That's the main thing. But that's going to probably be where the Blue Jays find that option. And there are a couple couple arms that are available that would um, not only offer that left-handed presence, but also function as kind of a veteran presence. In the bullpen. And, you know, I, I've i always been a fan of that, like, journeyman guy who comes in the back of the bullpen essentially to be a steward of the game. And, and just try and, you know, talk the young kids through everything. There are some decent lefty options who are still available. Um, there are a couple starters that you could easily slot into the bullpen, more than likely, especially if you're looking for guys who can give you length. Um, Clayton Richards still available. If we want to go back down that road again, only without any pre- pretense of him being a starter, which, I mean, I'm happy to do that. Richard was all right as a reliever with the Padres. It's when he wanted to go back to the rotation when he's like, mm. so maybe he would take that role again. Um, Jason Vargas is another option, 37-year-old starter. Last pitch with the Phillies. Um, again, a guy who can kind of offer, offer you a bit of everything back there. He's seen it all, he's done it all. But has a tendency to give up a fair amount of home runs. So maybe not the best choice for Toronto. When it comes to relievers, there are, there are a bunch of veteran arms out there. Tony Sipp, the former Astro and National, uh, is available. There's Javier Cedeno, who's with the Cubs last year. Um, you know, guys guys who have bounced around a little bit. But, you know, they're, they're kind of just filling out at this point. Johnny Venters is available. Zach Duke. But the guy who I focused in on almost immediately and a guy who I think 
has a chance to be one of those steals for the Blue Jays. You know how they go and they get the guys who are coming off injury and they're, they're able to spend gold with them. They did it with David Phelps. They did it with John Axford. They did it with Sun Juano. This, this is their MO. They find the guys who are somewhat damaged goods. They buy low. And then they watch, watch them go out there and hopefully sell high. And no man on the free agent market right now fits that bill more than Tony Singrani. Singrani, uh, the former Red, who built himself up as a very, very serviceable left-handed reliever in that time. But um, he went to the Dodgers um, and then had injury issues. Um, he actually required season-ending shoulder surgery last year. And then the Dodgers traded him in a salary dump move to the Cardinals. So that shoulder issue is why Singrani didn't get a lot of looks uh, in the free agency period in between seasons just because people didn't want to have to pay for him to basically rehab. But... Singrani was set to come back near um, about a couple months into the season, I want to say. And as a left-handed pitcher, he has been more than capable of, you know, being able to silence batters on both sides of the pen. If I... If I factor in like what he did prior to his injury, um, he he basically just comes out. He'll he'll give you, you know, he he was a guy who would do two outs. He was that kind of lefty specialist, but he has enough to be able to work righties too. That time he spent with the Dodgers was really impressive. He had a one ten whip in two seasons with them before the shoulder injury. And, you know, he took his licks when he was with the Reds, but who didn't take their licks with the Reds? Um, the main thing is Singrani knows what he has. He has a fastball slider change-up um, arsenal. He can hit mid-90s with it, which is what you want to see out of your lefty relievers. And basically just just operates as a guy... Who, again, you can reliably go to when you know the heavy hitters are coming up that are going to be weaker against the left side. I I was savaged by the Mariners because I didn't really have the lefty arms to throw at them and they're all lefty lineup. So getting a guy like Singrani in would stabilize that. I'm, I'm sure you could do him on a minor league deal and, and get him in like that. And... Again, just just give yourself some more options. Because, I mean, Brian Moran, there there's as much a chance he's going to get blown up as he is going to stabilize your bullpen. So giving yourself those added players in there and, and making sure you have the depth to be able to weather any storm is going to be crucial in surviving this shortened sprint of a season if and when they get it off the ground. So... It's going to be imperative that the Blue Jays have everyone at their disposal in order to get through it. 
So I think adding a guy like Singrani takes pressure off Moran, takes pressure off of Bergen, uh, takes pressure off Pannone being the only lefty back there who's on the 40-man. And just solidifies an area of need that the Blue Jays have had for a long time. And if you want to solidify an area of need in your pantry, then you need to get some Built Bars. Built Bars are the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They come in 16 amazing flavors. They're coated in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. It's like it's like a bar of nougat in your mouth. It just melts in there. It's so good. I, I really like... Um, the orange chocolate cream, but I'm I'm that crazy person that seeks out the the yeah the orange and the strawberry creams when you get like the quality streets. So I'm all over that, and these are even better because they're healthy for you. Um, they help you lose or maintain your weight in your diet while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high in protein and fiber. They help you stick to your diet. So if you go to BillBar.com and use that promo code locked on, you'll get 10% off your first order. So why not go to BillBar.com, get yourself some Built Bars, get the secret mango ones. Trust me, you'll want them. And start indulging in a treat while maintaining a healthy lifestyle today. And then to celebrate your healthy lifestyle, you can go driving off on a lovely trip to the coast or the lake or I don't know if you're in Saskatchewan the part of the prairie where it gets a little bumpy I don't know whatever you do out there and if your car is giving you trouble then there's a spot you can go to get the parts you need and that's rockauto.com it's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years you can shop for auto auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and and even new carpet. If if that's what you need, you can find it at rockauto.com. It's very easy to navigate and see all the parts they have. You choose your brand. You choose what price you want to pay. And those prices are always reliably low. So they're the same for professional mechanics and if you're just a, a person tinkering in your garage. So why spend up to twice the amount of money for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com, see what they have for your car or truck. And when they ask you, how did you hear about us? Right locked on in there so they know that, you know, we sent you there and we get some credit. So yeah, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we talked about the pitching staff a lot in the first half just because uh, the the lack of lefty options really bothers me about the Blue Jays. It's, it's why I was kind of hoping Issa Lacey would fall to them in the draft. But that actually dovetails really nicely into the other position area that I want to talk about, and that's the outfield. Now, again, I mentioned in the first episode that came out today, which if you did not listen to it, that is your own fault. At this point, you're committed. And I admire you for that commitment, but really, you should have went and listened to the first one. Like, do you... 
you watched like like True Detective out of order? Come on. It's madness. There you go. If you got all the 300 references out of your system, let's move on. So, the outfield. The outfield looks very uninspiring. I I wish there was a bit more that the Blue Jays could do, but as we said, it appears Mark Shapiro wants to use this year to figure out who's actually going to be worth keeping around in the outfield and who's going to be jettisoned. Much like I jettisoned Derek Fisher earlier this year. I'm sorry. I know I know he's doing well in Bluebird Banter's simulation of the season, but you can't keep striking out over and over, and you can't have a sub-200 batting average and expect me to keep you around. So, what can the Blue Jays do about the outfield with that extra 60-man spot? Well... If we try the same tact that we did with our lefty situation, there are not a lot of good (laughs) options. Um, Yeah, the outfield market is very slim. Guys like Melky Cabrera and Jacoby Ellsbury, guys who are just kind of hoping for one more paycheck and and aren't really going to offer you a lot of help. Honestly, the best name I could come up with uh, from a free agent perspective was Isaac Galloway who is a light-hitting right fielder who spent time with the Marlins the past few seasons. And honestly, I can't even really justify Isaac Galloway. He has a bit of speed, but it you can't you can't be batting 180 in your career and play right field. That's that's just not kosher. So, who in the Blue Jays organization could fill that spot? Well, We've already said that Forrest Wall kind of there by uh, by default. Because he's the only guy who could really conceivably make that step up to MLB level play if needed. Um, Josh Palacios looks good, but he's still going to be a year away at least from even thinking about contributing at a major league level. I believe the plan would have been to put him in Buffalo since they released Roman Fields. Um... And then you have guys lower in the system like Reggie Pruitt, um, Brock Lundqvist. Um, They're, again, guys who, you know, could be something, but definitely aren't close to being able to contribute in a shortened season. Um, I I was trying to think of the name of the guy that the Blue Jays got from Milwaukee for Curtis Granderson. And I'm having a hard time because I want to make sure I get it right. Um, Demi Orimaloyi. I believe I said that right. Anyway. Sorry, Demi. I apologize. Um, but yeah, there aren't a lot of MLB ready options for the Blue Jays when you when you look around. Except for the guy they drafted not a week ago. Two weeks ago. Sorry, the concept of time is totally lost in the pandemic age. But yeah, I'm saying Austin Martin should have been included on 60-man pool. 
Maybe they will include him a little later on in the season. Uh, you can add to your pool. You just, you know, once you take someone out, they're done. They're, they can't go back on. So, what's the harm in putting Austin Martin on? I mean, Jordan Groshans is on this list. Simeon Woods Richardson is on this list. Can't tell me Austin Martin hasn't played higher end baseball more than those two guys. Why not put him on there? Why not give him the chance to, you know, get that taste of big league ball immediately? I mean, from what we've read, Austin Martin's a guy who loves to be on the field. He loves competing. He loves to see everyone else competing. Let him be a part of that. Let him be that competitor uh, amongst those guys. Let him light those fires and and hopefully start building towards his arrival in MLB and and his contributions, hopefully in center field. Because, again, someone has to take that outfield slot. And uh, I'm sorry to ask Hernandez, but uh, I don't like your long-term outlook. So that's that's what I was kind of wondering. Why not just give Austin Martin that shot? Even if even if you don't think he's going to be ready to play, he can he can be in that role. He can be around them. He can learn. And then when 2021 rolls around, he's in spring training. He's giving it his best. Maybe he starts at Double A New Hampshire, and then he just starts working his way through. I mean, it's it's unlikely. You're going to find someone else who will contribute as much as Austin Martin will off the field. You can you can see if people people get waived or whatever, but I mean they're just going to be the Isaac Galloways of the world. <laughs> they're not going to be something special like Austin Martin. So there we go. That's who I want to see added to the Blue Jays roster: Tony Singrani and Austin Martin. I know. I'm. I'm really stepping out on a limb there. Well, I kind of am with Singrani, but yeah. Put put Austin Martin on the field, the impatient woman says. Shock. Anyway, that's my piece. If you want to tell me what you think and what Blue Jays should have been included on the roster, who they should go and get, if you say Jock Peterson, I will roll my eyes so hard you will feel it through your screen. But either way, you can do so by following me at on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya to make sure you don't miss an episode and play them in the right order so you get all the references I was making during this episode to the one that came before it. It's just that easy. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. Locked on Jays is the more baseball-centric feed. So if you don't want to see my random babbling, follow Locked on Jays. That's what I can recommend to y'all. I can also recommend that uh, now that this podcast is over, you should be like, hey, smart device. I don't know your name. You're just some generic one I bought from the dollar store that I'm hoping still works. Anyway, smart device, play Locked on MLB, and you will get Locked on MLB with Sully, and he will be as optimistic as you want. 
And that's that's the best endorsement I can say. But no, definitely check it out. It's a good time. I've been on there with Sully. He's a great guy to talk to. And yeah, we will be back at some point this week and, you know, be talking about more baseball things, hopefully. I mean, that this makes two episodes in a row. I haven't had to talk about labor disputes. So that's a win. I'm happy for that. Hopefully you are too. Until I just jinxed it and we go right back to it. Who who knows? Who knows with that? Anyway, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysrunacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episodes or episode if you really committed and made it all the way through without listening to the other one. Again, I admire your conviction and I'm glad to have you listening anyway. But for everyone, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to these episodes. And y'all take care.